Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Well, hello, Bestie, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and today we are on episode 326, Creating Your Profit Plan. Now, before we dive in, I want to remind you all that we have a fabulous, fabulous quiz at notavglaw.com forward slash quiz. You can check that out. It will help you figure out your best starting point on your legal and tax journey, so to speak. And one of those options, depending on your quiz result, whether you're a bootstrap bill, a frazzled Fran, or a buttoned-up Betsy, one of those quiz results is going to recommend that you check out our new-ish course, Profit Rx. So Profit Rx, previously a membership, now it is a course. You're going to learn more about it at the end of this episode. Um, but it really helps deliver on what I think you need to know when it comes to profit, which is something I'm very passionate about. Because I, I've shared my story, um, it's not like not a super dramatic story, but I've shared a little bit about my, my background here on this episode. I think when I started my business, I was operating like a sub 500 credit score, um, very bad with money, like throughout college, still not really the best, to be honest, I don't have the greatest habits, but I now have the knowledge and know how, which I think for a lot of us is step one. Um, early on in my business, I was like, I remember some days I would have to park like 10, 15 blocks away from my office that I had downtown because I like didn't have the five to $10 it cost to park near the building it, for a little while, which maybe some of you would say like, this is just frugal, like it makes sense. But I would park, I would, um, strap my bike to my car because I had a bike rack and I would park 15 blocks away and then like bike the rest of the way um, to the office. I think a lot of people probably thought that I like biked from home, but I lived too far. Like that's just so I could get free parking and I have to circle for hours and hours, not literally for minutes, 10, 15 minutes sometimes to find a free parking spot. Um, and like didn't have a credit card, couldn't qualify for one. Whenever I got a new client, that money was like immediately spent. That's just kind of how I, I was operating. And this churn and burn, it really just gets exacerbated once you start making more money in the business. And I think this is what a lot of people neglect to realize. They think like, oh, well, as soon as I start more making more money, it's all going to be fixed. Uh, no, that's not the case. Revenue definitely helps. Like, I'm not going to be the person that tells you that uh, making more money doesn't help. It definitely does. But if you're not managing it well, what ends up happening is that with the more money, you just start to commit to higher expenses. And now instead of missing like, oh, $200 to pay for that thing you need to pay for, you're missing $2,000 to pay that employee's payroll that you need to pay for or rent or what have you. So it's really important um, to stay off of what I call the WTF happen to my money hamster wheel and get your profit sorted out sooner rather than later. So when I was going through this journey, I remember I read the profit first book, which you might be familiar with. I read lots of other finance books as well. Um, and I started kind of piecing everything together, trying to get everything sorted. 
And then I ended up creating, um, kind of in the middle of all this process, I created my Unfuck Your Biz course. I ended up writing my first, um, the first draft and first edition of the Unfuck Your Biz book. And now we fast forward like a few years later, we are running Unfuck Your Biz as a one-on-one service. We've been walking folks through it on this one-on-one basis. And I'm seeing like really even greater than ever how much of a sticky issue cash flow and profit is for people because no one teaches us how to do these things. Like everyone has questions like, do we transfer ourselves money like from our business account to our personal account? Do we even need a business bank account? Do I write myself a check? Um, Do I do a wire transfer? Like what can I pay from my business bank account when it comes to personal expenses? Can I pay business expenses from my personal bank account? How does my business structure change these things? Like, does an escort make a difference? Does having a business partner make a difference? What if I'm an LLC, a sole proprietor? You get the picture. Lots of stuff comes up. None of us form our business on day one, even if we've gone to law school, turns out. I remember um, sitting in a shared office I had with like four other new attorneys, and we were literally all talking to each other. How are we supposed to pay ourselves? Like all of us had just gotten our first clients. We had money sitting on our business bank account. None of us knew what to do with it. Like, that's not something we learned. Um, I don't think you would probably learn that if you took an account like accounting class either. It's just not, um, it, it's one of those things that seems really complicated. It's not really, but you you also don't want to mismanage your funds and just kind of commingle it with your personal money that can create problems down the road as well. So I went about... Um, trying to fix this in my own way. Um, but first, like I mentioned, I did read the Profit First book. And I wanted to talk about that just kind of briefly, because people always have questions about it. Um, whenever I am sitting in rooms and conversations where people are talking about this topic, someone inevitably always says, oh, you need to read Profit First. And it grinds my gears a little bit. Um, but I'm going to be very, very honest with you all and just say that's mostly out of jealousy, um, because the book has amazing name recognition. Like everyone seems to know about it. And mostly I just wish that like I had that, right? I hope you can all relate. I think we've all been there at a certain point in time. Um, But I can't hate on it too much because ultimately I think the message behind the book is really great. It does a fabulous job about getting people to understand the importance of profit and to pay themselves first. That's kind of the whole message of the book. It also, I think, gives like a pretty simple but effective system. This is like kind of the thing with Dave Ramsey as well. Like he, well, he's so popular because everything's black and white. It doesn't make you overthink anything. It's just like, here's what you need to do. No ifs, ands, or buts, like just go implement it and you're going to see results. And I think that's true with anything. Um, Like if you think about like diet and weight loss, or you think about exercise, or you think about like goal setting at the end of the day, if someone tells you like, do this, as long as you know, it's like health, healthy and not anything super severe and it's like better than what you were doing you're going to see results right i think that works because when we want to overcomplicate things we tend to fall off super fast because we um are too restrictive um we want to do too much it's too overwhelming you get the picture so simple like to the point systems tend to work and that's what profit rx is or profit first is excuse me um but I have some stories to share. One of the things profit, the big thing profit first has you do is open up five different bank accounts. That's like the whole system, open up five different bank accounts. And I did this at one point in time. And I remember I had a long conversation with the bank person and said, I need these to be uh, $0 minimum bank accounts with no fees for minimum balances. And they said, okay, okay. They got manager approval. Still, they didn't 
apparently get the approval set up on the back end. Because when I zeroed out my bank accounts to do my transfers, as you're supposed to do, they ended up charging me minimum balance fees. And because I had $0 in the bank account, those minimum balance fees overdrew the accounts. And then they charged me overdraft fees on multiple bank accounts. So now I have like $250 in overdraft fees because all of my money is sitting in one account rather than spread out among five. It was a huge mess. That's just like one issue. You could probably solve that um, if you have a bank you trust and you get this all figured out. Um, but I just, I didn't really like that. I also found that most people who are going through profit first, they only implement, only end up implementing half the system anyway, which is fine. I think a lot of people do that when they're again, trying to do any kind of new system in their life to hit any kind of goal. They're oftentimes not going to implement a hundred percent of everything that someone tells them to do. Same with my book, same with my systems. I'm sure not everyone goes through unfuck your biz and implements everything. If they implement 50% and see great results, fabulous. Um, but my real, my real biggest issue with profit first is that it doesn't, while it does help you fix some cash flow issues, it doesn't teach you what you actually are required to do. So again, going to those questions around like, how do I transfer myself money? How do I pay myself? What do I have to do? It doesn't really teach you the legalities. And I would understand for liability reasons why it might not want to do that. Um, the author, he's like a business strategist, business coach, successful entrepreneur and all of that, but he's not an attorney, not a tax professional. Um, it also doesn't teach you tax nuances or give you nuances based on tax and business structures. When you read the book, it's going to tell you, you need to have a business or you need to have a bank account to save your taxes. And then it's going to kick the can to your tax professional to tell you how much you should be saving, which again, probably the smart approach. But when I sat down to think about, well, what do we need people to do to be able to like unfuck their biz? Cash flow is a big piece of it. And because my expertise is legal and tax, we can actually dig into the nitty gritty of all of that as well. So I do realize that maybe not everyone wants to learn all of these things. But for those of you that do, if you're curious about actually knowing how you should be doing all of this, then that's what I aim to teach in Profit Rx, which I mentioned you can now get as a course. It walks you through parts one, two, and six of our Unfuck Your Biz framework. So our Unfuck Your Biz book covers six parts. It's a six-part framework. And now you can either work with us to implement the full framework one-on-one. -on -one. You could totally DIY it and use the book if you want. Or if you like just want the legal bits and pieces of the framework, um, you can buy our legally launched course. And if you want like the tax, bookkeeping, and money aspects, you can buy our Profit RX course. Um, that's the way that we decided to set things up in 2024 and hopefully beyond. I hope it makes sense. We have a legal course. We have a tax course. We have the book, and then you can do it all with us one-on-one. -on -one. That's our structure. So to give you a little bit of a highlight of what is covered in the book and what you could get out of the Profit RX course, if you wanted to, I'm going to read a little excerpt from you um, from, for you from the book. So let me find it, and I'll get started. Okay, so here it is. Um, this is from chapter, where are we? Chapter 18. So the book is 20 chapters. This is chapter 18, which is called Your Profit Rx. I'm going to skip over the part about why you need a system. I think we get that. I've kind of already introduced that. And I'm going to jump straight to the subheading titled It Requires Less Mental Gymnastics. And this is, I'm just doing a read along from the book for you. See if this sounds familiar to, to you. 
I check my bank account, there's $2,200 in there. But I know that I have a car payment of $300 due on Friday, and I need to pay utilities on Monday. That's probably $300 also. I owe $4,000 on my credit card, but I'd like to pay as much as I can afford. I also don't want to drain my bank account, but with all this math, I could pay $1,000 on the card. But then I remember I have rent due in about two weeks, but I should get paid again before then. But also, I'm not sure. And what happens if I don't? I'm going to have to pay for more shit on my credit card. Oh, also, my best friend's birthday's coming up, and I for sure need to get them something. You get the picture. When all of our money is lumped into one bank account, these internal monologues are constant. By separating different chunks of money into different accounts for different purposes, we eliminate these constant internal equations. This is also easier than budgeting. Um, budget might be my least favorite wor word. Moist? Fine. Budget? No. I don't thrive on budgets, but really this system is like a budget for non-budgeters. By separating your money into different buckets, you're creating a budget for each category without sitting down and saying, I'll spend X on groceries this month, Y on eating out, etc. Instead, your balance in any given account is your cap for spending on that category. So easy. It also frees you from the guilt of spending. There are a few things more fun for me than shopping with carefree abandon. I almost wanted to write reckless abandon, but that's not what we're doing. If you have $5,000 sitting in a vacation savings account, you can spend that $5,000 without stress and worry that you're depriving other aspects of your finances. It's sitting there waiting to be spent for that specific purpose. And I will teach you to be rich. Ramit Sethi suggests having a guilt-free spending account. I love this. Money is set aside for bills, groceries, savings, and IRA, and for the IRS. If there's money left, you can spend it on whatever you like without worry. Okay, the basic system. Step one, set up your business bank account. First, you must have a business bank account separate from your personal bank account. One of the common questions I get inside our free Facebook group, Raiden's Besties, is do I need a separate bank account for my business? Here's the technical answer. If you have a sole proprietorship, you're not legally required to have a separate bank account. If you have an LLC or any other formal legal entity, maintaining a separate account is one of your corporate formalities and is required. Either way, it's a great idea. So I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Um, you've probably all heard me talk about the importance of a business bank account here on the podcast. So we're going to skip the rest of this section. Step two, dial in profit. So here I'm going to talk about why it's important to be profitable. Step three, you are going to automate your taxes. So I'm going to pick up here at step three. All that time we spent breaking down your quarterly taxes or earlier really pays off here. The final number you should have found is your total tax percentage. So side note, I teach you how to do this inside of Profit uh, Profit RX. We have a whole lesson on it. You get a quarterly tax calculator spreadsheet. I teach you how to input your numbers, and it's going to tell you what your quarterly tax percentage is and how much you should save. Let's assume your percentage is 20%. You want to save 20% of every dollar that comes into your business. I found an awesome app you can use. It links to your bank account and tells it every time money hits my business bank account, I want you to automatically set aside 20% or whatever your tax percentage is into its own savings account. The app then saves you money. Easy peasy. That app is called Capital, spelled Q-A-P-I-T-A-L. I used it for years and I love it, but we can make this even easier. I now recommend Novo for business banking. Novo allows you to set up reserves for savings without opening separate bank accounts. You can audit, you can automate tax savings into a tax reserve in the same manner. Trust and believe once you automate your tax savings, you'll feel a huge relief. One of my former students, Amanda, the owner of Sassy Little Bee, a wedding planning company in San Diego, shared with me, 
I'm in between meetings and check my tax savings. Haven't looked at them in a bit. And for the first time ever, I was all, holy shit, where'd all this money come from? There's more in the tax account than I realized would have accumulated. It's the unfucking, it's working. Those are the messages that make sitting down to write a 400-page book on taxes totally worth it. Trust me, friends, that holy shit moment is a glorious one. I have been there myself, best feeling ever. This is exactly the experience I want you to have. For more details on where and how to pay your quarterly taxes, see Appendix D. Step four, pay yourself. Now the taxes are on autopilot, it's time to get cash in your personal bank account. Check out how easy this is. I first show you the process. I'll first show you the process for sole prop and single member LLC owners after I give tweaks for partnerships and S-corps. This cash flow process has a couple of steps, but we simplify with more automation. Client payments enter your business bank account. Your taxes are automated as a percentage of revenue for your owner's pay by applying your post-tax profit percentage. Twice per month, you transfer a set amount of funds from your business account to your personal account. This prioritizes your profit. After you transfer your profit, the balance remaining in your account is your allotment for expenses. If you want to take on a new business expense, you must have the funds in the account. All we need to know for the system is your tax, expense, and profit percentage. Okay, so I have a lot more reading in here. Um, we I advise students to use the profit recipe in order to find their profit margin. That's a guide that we have. I go through lots of math examples on how to do these percent breakdowns. Um, we go through more examples. I'm just flipping through the pages now. And then we get through step we get to step five, which is consider adding wrinkles. I talk about sales tax savings and the like, how to adjust cash flow in a partnership, how to adjust cash flow with an S Corp. And then uh, we go through what you need to open the bank accounts to wrap up the chapter. So if you want to learn more about this full process, First of all, you can buy my book. That's going to be your least expensive option. Um, unfuckyourbizbook.com will get you there. Uh, but if you want uh, the lesson videos, you want the guides, the templates, you want all of that to implement the system, ProfitRx is going to be your best bet. Um, but again, if you're curious where to start, I'm always going to recommend going to notavglaw.com forward slash quiz, answer a few questions, and then we'll tell you like, well, should you DIY? Should you read the book? Should you go through the course? Or do you have a lot of other stuff going on? In which case you should just hire us and go through the Unfuck Your Biz one-on-one -on -one service. So I hope that helps. My main takeaway for you today, if you're like, Brayden, I'm not going to buy any of your stuff. That's okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your episode download. Um, if you're like, Braden, I'm not going to do any of that. The main thing I want to, to really push you to do is to A, separate your business and personal finances. Uh, B, start saving for taxes. If you endeavor end up owing taxes, especially you need to be saving for taxes. If you can automate that even better. And then C, start focus on focusing on profitability and actually taking a profit out from your business. Meaning don't just like spend every dollar that you earn in your business on the business. You need to start to pay yourself. Otherwise, you have this like slippery slope where you're going to continue to do that. And then you're going to be five years in and you're going to be like, I'm working so hard, but I'm not taking any money out of this. We need to put a stop to that. All right. So that is the end of this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. Leave a review if you did. Leave a review if you didn't. 
Either way, super helpful. Um, share with a friend and I'll be back next week for a new episode. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.